0: This is Taiwan Talk.
1: This is Taiwan Talk on ICRT. I'm
0: Eric Smith and welcome to Taiwan Talk. Many of the photos that win the Pulitzer Prize for photography become seared into our memories as they capture that moment that can come to represent an entire historical era. A great example is the image of U.S. soldiers raising the U.S. flag during World War II on the island of Iwo Jima, titled Old Glory Goes Up on Mount Suribachi by the AP's Joe Rosenthal. A new exhibition of these iconic photos is currently showing at Taipei's Huashan 1914 Creative Park. Called Capture the Moment, the Pulitzer Prize photographs, this is the first time the expo has come to Taiwan. And after viewing it personally, I can say it's certainly a must-see exhibition. On the show's opening day, I had a chance to speak with curator Sima Rubin, who told me about how the prizes are awarded and much, much more.
1: It's the um, Pulitzer Prize Photography Exhibition, uh, starting with the first year of the award, which was 1942, uh, straight through to the present.
0: So this is the 70th anniversary.
1: Yes. Well, originally, um, in the 1911 um, edict, when Joseph Pulitzer established the um, prizes at Columbia University in New York, uh, photography was not included. And in 1939, they amended um, the edict, and uh, photography became a, a prize category. And the first award was in '42.
0: So tell us a little bit about how you can win a Pulitzer for photography. Because, number one, you have to have the photograph published in a U.S. publication, if I'm not mistaken.
1: A U.S. newspaper only not a magazine, not anything else. The submission uh, has to be made by uh, the news service or like Associated Press or whomever was the publisher of the photograph. Uh, they can submit up to 20 photographs of a single subject. The photograph uh, is viewed by a set of jurors, usually five, uh, made up of um, former Pulitzer Prize winners, photojournalists, senior photo editors, and they go through all of the submissions, and at the end, they must all agree upon three potential candidates for the prize. Those three are submitted to the Pulitzer board, and it's the board who makes the decision on the winner.
0: So it's not easy to win one of these?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) You have to be... uh, very good and...
0: Uh, and you have to capture that moment.
1: Well, yes, you ha- it's, it's the artistry of the photographer. I think some of it uh, in time has to do with subject matter uh, because there are so many things that are happening around the world and uh, there are so many photojournalists who cover the world, not just the U.S. of A. And it becomes a very significant uh, decision and sometimes there's controversy about the decision, the winner. But once it's done, it's done.
0: Is there a financial prize that comes with the win?
1: Yes. Originally, uh, the prize was five hundred dollars. Now it's ten thousand.
0: Okay, <laughs> that's a bit better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the first time that an exhibition like this has come to Taiwan.
1: Yes. There is only one Pulitzer Prize exhibition. The one that's the That's on view right now. I did the original research uh, in 1994, which took four years uh, because there were no uh, Pulitzer archives, actually, and um, I had to find all the negatives and find the photographers and write their stories and interview them. And uh, I designed and. conceptual idea is the photographs are very large basically one photograph for each win and uh, they are accompanied by a text panel which I wrote after interviewing the photographer as though the photographer is telling the story of the uh, taking of the photograph so that when people see the picture they know the story otherwise it's just a photograph and it may look great but they have to know what it's about um So this exhibition opened in New York in 2000. And every year I update it because we have two new winners in two categories. One is uh, breaking news and the other is feature. And um, it has been traveling for 12 years.
0: And we've got uh, a show in Taipei and then later we'll move on to Kaohsiung, southern Taiwan.
1: Yes, it goes there in April and opens there, I think, April 27th. And it's here until April 3rd or 4th, but we have to move it and install it. It's huge operation.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith. Join me tomorrow for more on the Pulitzer Prize Photography Exhibition. This is Taiwan Talk. This
1: is Taiwan Talk on ICRT.
0: Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith, and today I'm continuing a conversation with Seema Rubin, the curator of a new exhibition of Pulitzer Prize-winning photographs from 1942 to 2012, currently showing at Taipei's Huashan 1914 Creative Park. The show is called Capture the Moment, the Pulitzer Prize photographs, and it's an amazing and highly emotional exhibition. Ms. Rubin, who was in Taipei from New York for the opening, explained that the show she curated has a universal appeal and has been well-received by local audiences. We're talking about some really iconic photos here: the Twin Towers exploding, uh, Barack Obama standing in the rain as mm-hmm. he's accepting the nomination for president—things that that change history. Do you have? This is an impossible question, but do you have a favorite?
1: It's like asking a mother who has two children, "Who's your favorite?" Yeah, it must they're be. all my favorites. I mean, it's—I um, mean, each one has its own story, and. Each one has its own meaning and impact, but the the totality of the exhibition uh, is what really interests me. The universality is important because, I mean, if you look at one of the photographs of a a widow in the um, military cemetery, and uh, she's hugging the tablet, the tombstone, uh, very expressively, and um, you see the listings of the war that that husband had gone through, World War 2 You've got Korea, you've got Vietnam, and there she is. But that same woman is the widow of every widow around the world who buried a husband. So, it's universal, and that's terribly important, because whatever has happened in one place, happens in other places.
0: So a lot of these photos deal with either tragedy or triumph.
1: Well, it's, it's um, not always tragedy. I mean, there are photographs of soldiers who were in the rain waiting during World War II. It, it's just a moment of humanity. Sometimes there is tragedy. I mean, if you look at Ken, the famous photo of Kent State where the student is shot and the girl is leaning on the ground screaming. And everyone thought that she was a student. She wasn't. She was a runaway from Florida. And because that photograph was published, her parents found her. So in the tragedy, there was joy. It's a moment to examine yourself as you examine the photographs. And I found that um, young people in particular are very interested in the exhibition, not, and they just don't walk through and look at pictures. They stop and they read every text panel. So
0: it's a very emotional experience for the people to walk we
1: through. We have, in some of the museums in, in the States, uh, we've had boxes of Kleenex, and people will come back two and three times. It's a lot to take in. I mean, I have seen the pictures hundreds of times, and I always see something else because it's that still image, that moment in time that never changes, whereas the video, the moving image, it just kind of whizzes by you. You get an impression. You may get some information, but you don't get the impact. There are newspapers that are beginning to leave our midst, and that is a very unhappy thought. But hopefully, uh, we'll find a new way to preserve the um, the experience of the of the image.
0: What about the professional photographers themselves? Are they also going the way of the dinosaurs because of all the you know, iPhones yes, and Samsungs? Yes, and
1: because when the newspaper folds, the photographers fold, and um, it's very difficult for them, all of them, to be absorbed into new services. A lot of them have to augment their livelihood by uh, doing whatever they can. Uh, yes, and I think uh, we would lose a great art form.
0: But is there a plus side to that, being that I might be at the right place at the right time to catch something on my cell phone that could be an iconic image for centuries to come?
1: That rarely happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because everybody is trying to catch the image. Um they catch something. There's a big difference because uh, the timing is different, uh, the equipment is different, it's uh, and the artistry is different. Occasionally, yes, we see them. That's good. That's good to know. Uh, but random shooting, um, it doesn't always result in the quality. Of what we see in the Pulitzer photographs.
0: Well, I'm glad that the reaction so far from uh, Taiwanese audiences has been positive, and people have been interested in the show. It's uh, it's good to know that local people are interested in in the the wider world and history.
1: Oh yes, I'm very impressed. With today's only the first day, and uh, the galleries, are, you know, it's it's packed, and uh, tremendous inquiry, calls and calls and calls. It's only the first day. Um, I think the show uh, will be an enormous success. It has been wherever it goes.
0: Well, thank you for bringing the show to Taiwan, and thank you for talking with me today. It's been my pleasure.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Taiwan Talk. I'm Eric Smith. The Pulitzer Prize photo exhibit will stay in Taipei until April 17th before moving to the Gaucho Museum of Fine Arts from April 24th through July 7th. You can find more info on the exhibition by visiting www.mediasphere.com.tw.